Welcome to the Law of Attraction in Action podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast, you'll hear interviews, and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me, and happy manifesting! Are you looking to start off your new year with a bang? Not only are we coming into a new year, we are coming into a new decade. That is why on January 1st at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm hosting a free webcast called Ignite Your Life 2020, and I want you to be there. I'll be teaching you about vision boards and miracle boxes, as well as helping you come up with the powerful word of the year that will be divinely inspired through a powerful meditation I'll lead you all through. Are you ready to start off this year, this decade, right? Then join me on this powerful free webcast on January 1st. You have a wonderful life waiting for you. It's time to get out there and fully live your best life. For more information, go to michelle-joy.com backslash events. I can't wait to bring the new year in with you all and help you ignite your life in miraculous ways. Welcome to Love Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and I am your host and today is our Monday solo session where I get to inspire you on the tips and tools around the Law of Attraction so I can help you live an amazing, fantastic, wonderful life. And thank you so much for listening. Today is actually right between the holidays. It is Saturday, December 28th. I'm letting you know that because I'm going to post this on Monday, but I, I'm in Denver with my family and it inspired me me to do this podcast to talk about letting go of our past um, because I have lots of stories to share with you for those of you who struggle with holding on to our past because that's just not good. It's not healthy and it holds you back. But before I go on any further, just a reminder that on January 1st, 2020, which is just a few days away. If you listen to this on Monday, it's really only three days away. And I want you to be able to join in on Ignite Your Life 2020. It is a free webcast I'll be doing at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. All the information is on my website at michelle-joy.com slash events. And in that, you can join in and find out what your word of the year is, learn about how important it is to set intentions for the year. And I'm just gonna, it's just going to be so exciting to connect with you because it will be on Zoom. So hopefully I'll be able to see your face. You can do it by not showing your face, of course, but it is super easy. If you've never used Zoom before, just copy and paste that link that I'll give you on my website and just at 10 a.m. go on your computer and your phone and just paste it and then join in and we will get started. So that'll last about an hour and I'm super excited to start off this year right, start it out with some amazing 
powerful tools and to connect with you mostly. That's my most exciting thing is to connect with you all because now I'll be able to see your face, which makes me super excited. So um, anyway, so I hope you all had a wonderful holidays or you're getting through the holidays. Um, I love so much this community. There's also the Facebook community, which that's something in my intentions is to do more post on that Facebook community. And you are also welcome to do your own posts, your own shares on that community. And that is uh, Law of Attraction for Happiness. And I will post all that information on the show notes, of course. But that is a great way of connecting with me. And you can also just send me an email at michelle at loamiraclemindset.com and all the other information is on my website. But I hope you enjoyed this last Monday solo session with the guided meditation on manifesting money. I've had it on my website, but I've had so many people say, how much they love it that I decided to share it here on my podcast so you all too can enjoy that powerful meditation. It's something I listen to every day. It is super helpful for one to hear it in my own voice. It's even more powerful, but it's just something to get our day going. I love, love, love guided meditations that are especially here to remind you that you are not alone. And that's something I put in that podcast, in that um, meditation is how we are never alone and there is amazing helpers helping us get to our goals. So I hope you can join me. I would love to meet you, love to connect with you anyway, whether it's email, whether it's send me a message on Messenger or Instagram or any of the above outlets, you can find me at michelle-roy.com. So anyway, so let's talk about letting go. And the reason I this is so important to talk about, for one, at the end of every year for New Year's Eve, I look at New Year's Eve as a day of saying, okay, what, how was this year? And kind of a reflection on my year and my, like one things I've accomplished, you know, I really get excited to talk about, you know, what have I done right? And it's always good to talk about that. But mostly it's also to say, okay, what are the things I don't want to bring with me into this new year? And you know, it's a new decade too. So we're going to really need to let go of those things that are holding us back. And so, so many things from our past, are, are stagnating us, are suffocating us, are keeping us from living our greatest life because they're in our vibration. We're too overly focused on it. And so I wanted to offer you some tools on how to let go of the past. Um, when I did an Abraham Hicks cruise years ago, it was a land cruise actually in Cancun. And the whole, she Abraham talked for five days and almost the theme for all five days is stop focusing on the past. And I agree, like, why are we even talking about it? It's done, but there's so much energy around it. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to just say, okay, I'm going to let that go. I'm not going to think about it. Okay, Abraham, done deal. But we're human and it's hard. So I wanted to give you some tips and tools on how to let it go. But first, let me share a little bit why this is so important and why doing this work has changed my life. So, you know, as many of you know, I've, I've talked a little bit about my past, but I grew up as the youngest of six. I was 18 months old when my dad left and my mom had to figure out how to raise six of us on her own. Like literally she had no job, she had no money and she had to figure it out. And so that was kind of my story growing up with a very, very strong mom. But, but because she had to work, she had to find a way for us to survive. She couldn't really be there for me. So she left it to my siblings. Well, you know, I had four older siblings and there's a big gap and there's my brother and I who was, he was four and I was what, 18 months old. And so at that time, my older siblings who were going through their own stuff were left to take care of us. Well, I was so, so angry at my siblings because you know, I didn't feel like they gave me the attention that I needed. And so I grew up feeling they didn't love me. They didn't care about me. They didn't want me around. 
you know, because they're teenagers. Who wants their little sibling around to take care of, right? <laughs> but uh, those feelings, those emotions were so strong in me that I felt so, and I also felt like I didn't fit in. I was very much the black sheep. I'm the only redhead out of the six of us. I'm the only one who was into the arts. I was a dancer. They're all very, you know, educational and, you know, and all these accelerated classes and good students. And I wasn't any of that. So I had just this really amazing amount of energy towards hating my siblings. Hating, hating is kind of a strong word, but I was really, really upset and felt very unloved. So I held on to that for years, years and years to the point where I turned 18, almost 19. I moved to Portland from Denver, moved to Portland, Oregon without a plan, without a job, without much money, two boxes and clothes. And I just wanted to get away from my family, right? Because I was so angry. And I remember when I moved away, I'm like, I'm never coming back. I hate you. You know, there was so much anger and resentment and, and sadness and all of those emotions that I just couldn't deal with for years growing up. So long story short, I moved away and I held on to that because every time I came back to Denver once a year to see my family, I would cry. I would have a huge emotional meltdown. <laughs> and I didn't know why. I just like literally lost it every time. And each time I go, okay, I'm never going back. I'm never going back. But I'm really, really close to my mom and uh, my dad. But I, I just had the hardest time with my siblings. So it wasn't until I started doing this work where I started to start um, doing the work that some of the tips and tools I'm going to share with you, but it, it really held me back because I was so anger, angry. I didn't feel like I fit in with my family and it made me feel really, really sad. And, um, now here I am years later, I'm, you know, now 45 and I'm super close to them and we have the greatest bond. We recently went to Lake Tahoe for my mom's 80th birthday with all six of us had a blast and I love them more than ever, but I had to do the work to let go, let go of that past, that childhood that was so traumatic. And I know all of us, all of us have some story from our past that we need to let go of that is holding us back. So just so you know, I've done the work. I know how hard it can be. I know how those deep, those wounds are, but I also know this work really works, what I'm teaching you. And I, and again, I can't go over a huge amount of detail. If that's something you want to dig deeper, please reach out to me. Um, that's what I do with my coaching too. It can help people kind of get through it and get through the past and start seeing things from a different light. But here's just some simple tools. And it doesn't have to just be with relationships. It also could be with letting go of a situation, like say, you know, it just, it, it doesn't have to do with a person, but maybe an experience that so you're just holding on to, you just need to let it go. So this works for all. It works for people, works for situations, works for far past, it works for more recent past. Maybe something happened a couple weeks ago that you can't let go of, right? But don't hold on to it because what happens when you hold on to it, that that energy grows and it grows and it grows. And like when, you know, we get triggered, then we go right back to that situation. And that is not going to help us get to where we want to be, which is in a place of happiness and joy and peace and calm and manifesting great things in our lives, because we're just going to keep manifesting problems, problem relationships, that same type of situation if we don't let it go. So you see why it's so important to let it go. So I'm going to give you some tips and tools. And again, if you want to dive deeper, please reach out to me. I do this in my coaching. I really believe I've done this with a lot of amazing results with others and with myself. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. And again, this is a new year. So we really want to have the best advantage and not let those things hold us back anymore. Right? So anyway, so the first thing I want to a suggestion for steps in letting go is to write a letter about how you feel. Let those feelings out. Say, oh my gosh, I feel 
all of this, I'm angry, this, you know, because what happens is we bottle it up and we don't let it come out. And if we don't let it come out, it's never going to be cleared out because the only way to heal is if we bring it to the light, we see it. So you have to say, it. you say all those feelings, just get it out, like let it rant, you know, me and my, my five-year-old self, like how dare you, none of you were there for me, you know, just write it out. Nobody needs to read it, but you need to write it. So that's one step. And then after you write that letter, you get all those emotions out. You really feel those emotions. The second thing you do is you write a letter on forgiveness. Forgive that person. Forgive that situation. Forgive yourself. And ultimately, just know that everyone is trying their best. And the forgiveness, and again, it's hard sometimes to really reach that place of forgiving them. But when you forgive them, it releases you from them. It, no, you're no longer giving that situation or that person power. Because if you are not forgiving them, you're giving them all your power. Because honestly, they're not even thinking about you. Or that situation is done. And if you sit here and fret over it, you're the only ones being affected, right? So you got to find a way to let it go. So writing that letter of forgiveness is huge, 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 huge. So second is make a ritual of it. And I've done this before. And this is one something I do with my divorce is I wrote down, again, all those emotions that I had towards like those anger, angry feelings I had towards my ex-husband and how I was wronged and how I felt, you know, all like wrote down all the things that I felt like he, he did bad to me and how I felt and how terrible those situations were. And I wrote it down. And then I took that list, that, that letter that I wrote to him and I put it into, um, I folded it up nice and neat and I put it to my heart and I, I said, you know, I forgive you, I forgive the situation and just really felt the love and asked for the divine light to flow through me through that letter. And then I had a fireplace at the time and I took a lighter to it and I lit it off and letting it go. Like just having that ritual of letting it go. And I've done other things on New Year's Eve, especially we've had um, like New Year's Eve parties where it's a ritual, we let it go. We write down things we want to let go and we burn it. So whether you want to burn it or rip it up, do something ritualistic to let it go because it actually does shift that energy. So you know, you see that this thing is going to be let go of. And sometimes it takes more than once. <laughs> sometimes you're like, okay, let it go. And then a few days later, you're like, I'm still feeling it. And that's okay. You just go back and you write it again and then you rip it up and or you burn it. Um, or sometimes even like making it into a paper airplane and just make light of it. Like, you know, I'm letting this go. However you need to do it, just find a way to turn that paper, those feelings, those angry um, resentful feelings that you're unable to let go, find a way to ritualistic let it go. So that is a really good thing. Um, another thing which I love is to see the light in the situation, right? There's no situation that cannot be seen with a different perspective shift. And I love perspective shifts because that truly is where you um, can look at it differently. One thing I learned with my soul coaching and on my whole training is we did uh, a timeline of our life and you take your life, you do all the things that happen in your youth and you even try to find like, you know, the time, like, okay, when I was seven, this happened to me, like big events that happened to you, like things that upset you. And you go and you just do this timeline. You can make it like colorful, like, you know, the purple, maybe something that you felt good about, the red or the black is what things you felt angry about. Just even take colors to change your, to see the, that life. But then you go back and you go through each individual one and say, how could I look at this differently? How could I see the light in this situation? So for instance, 
I felt like I was really upset about being um, ignored and being the outcast. But what happened was, is I had so much resilience and I was that person who would be willing to go out and try new things because I felt like I didn't fit in anyway. So I had no fear on trying new things and putting myself out there. So like when I moved to Portland, I wasn't afraid to move away at 18 without a plan because I felt that I had this within me that, well, it didn't matter. I could, I had the strength and the knowing that um, I was different and that difference actually pushed me to do amazing things. And so there's, when I look back at my past, it's actually a beautiful thing that I didn't fit in. It's a beautiful thing that I beat to my own drum. Like I was that person who didn't draw within a lot within the lines, right? And you may, that not fitting in has served me so well in my life now. So I'm so grateful for that. But also the grateful for the resilience that I had by knowing that I survived and I got through it. And, you know, I found um, self-love and I learned it actually pretty early on. I was walking in nature and I knew at, you know, age 16, 17, when I walked in nature, I felt so at peace but I, I put myself out there because of my struggle. So it also taught me how important it is to self-soothe. So these are things you may go, oh, this is a traumatic past. Or, or you can look at your life, look back at your life and go, well, that situation taught me this, that situation taught me that. And you will be amazed on how much that will shift you. You will be amazed when you realize that that part of your life was there to help you on your journey and you forgive them instantly. It's like an instant forgiveness when that happens. And that's what happened to me. When I understood that my siblings actually gave me the greatest gift on self-resilience, on letting me be the rebellious person that I was meant to be in life, then I was like, thank God for my family, right? And I, was, I do believe too that we are all born into a family. We choose this life. And if you look at it that way, and as much as you're like, what? what? I would never choose this life. I do believe we choose those lives for a reason to help in our spiritual growth and on our journey on coming to the place of self-compassion and self-love. So that is something that also shifted me. And lastly, um, I think it's so important to be vulnerable and speak your truth. I was watching this show called Modern Love. It's on Amazon Prime. I, I don't know if I mentioned it before. I mentioned it on my videos, but I love, love this show so much. And what it does is it talks about a theme on vulnerability. That really is a theme through all. There's like seven episodes. Uh, it only has season one on Amazon Prime. It's free. You should all watch it. It's so good. But all the stories have these beautiful messages, and they're true stories. Uh, New York Times, New York's time, New York Times columnist. Um, they took these stories from that column and made them into these mini shows and it's just so good. But the vulnerability is where we grow and heal. And when you speak your truth to somebody or some situation and get vulnerable with them, you will actually heal those old wounds. And so let me give you another example that happened with my sister. Um, she's nine years older than me. And again, being nine, imagine where she was at when I was little. She was a teenager. She was a cheerleader. She did not want to deal with the little sister, I'm sure. So my feeling with her was always a little off. Like I always felt like she doesn't like me. I had this very strong belief in that she, um, I, I annoyed her, right, growing up. And so I live in Portland. She came out to Portland. Her, her daughter's going to college there. Um, and so she came to Portland, but she texted saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in town, but I won't have time to see you. I'm really sorry. 
And I was so, so devastated. But it's actually the greatest thing that happened from that situation because I was so mad. I tell my mom, I tell my oldest brother I'm really close to. I think I even told one of my other sisters and I was just so mad. And what happened was my sister finally got back to her through the grapevine because I didn't talk to her directly. I said, well, screw you. I don't want anything to do with you in my mind, right? I didn't tell her this, but this is how I felt. And then she ended up calling me and she, we had this amazing heartfelt conversation one we should have had years and years and years ago and in that conversation we both shared our truth she did not know that I felt the way I felt and then I found out that she felt jealous of me and my relationship with my dad and like all of these things we never ever talked about but because we sat in that conversation we got vulnerable we both spoke our truth I've never felt so close to her in my life. Like we are so close now. She is one of my favorite people on this planet. And it was all because we had that difficult conversation where we shared our truth. Because there's so many people that were disgruntled in our life that we don't know really what's going on in the background. We don't know how they're really feeling. We are basing it on assumptions. Like I thought my sister just didn't like me. I thought I annoyed her because that was something I took from my childhood and I brought it all the way to my adulthood. And everybody said, oh, you two would get along so well. Like, I don't know why you guys aren't like best friends because you're so much in common. But I didn't feel that because I had, I was stuck in my story and it was not serving me. So all of these things, getting vulnerable and speaking your truth is so huge. And if you watch that show, Modern Love, you'll know what, how important it is to be in that vulnerable place. So all of these things that I've taught you, write a letter, make a ritual of it, see the light in the situation and being vulnerable and speak your truth are all going to help you let go of situations and relationships that are wounded, that need to be healed and let go of. Because then when you let go of that, you are going to skyrocket. You are going to start attracting better situations. And when you're triggered by something, you won't go there anymore because you're like, oh, that's old news. I'm, that's not even my, in my vibration at all. I'm healed. I don't need that. And now I can focus on something that I do want. So I hope you do this. Again, this is the New Year's and this is all year long. Every day we need to figure out ways to let go because things will come up and we'll, you know, we'll get angry or upset or it'll get triggered, but there's always an opportunity to heal. And I always feel like when I get triggered, I say, this is an opportunity for me to heal. And thank God this has come up because now I can see what it is and I can heal it. And, you know, again, my relationships with my family is so good now. And I'm so grateful that I took the time to change my perspective on that and to get vulnerable and real with everyone in my family. So anyway, so I hope this helps you. I know, again, everybody struggles with this, but I know once you push through it and you do all this, you're going to find so much so much love in your life. And that is my hope for you. So, well, thank you so much for listening. I hope I see you on New Year's Day. Please, please join. I would love to see you. Um, again, that is 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I did it kind of early because I know maybe there's people over all over the world. Australia, I know you're hearing me. So if you can chime in, I don't know if that's probably really late for you, but I would love to see you. And I hope you're all having a wonderful, wonderful holiday. You're feeling the love and light and I'm sending it to you right now. And thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and have a wonderful day and happy manifesting. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. 
If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.